Everything's just weird. Everything's falling apart. Welcome to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon, the least helpful self-help podcast. Here are your hosts, Paul Armstrong and Jeremy Fuchsa. How's it going? Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, how's how's the jobby jobs? It's good. It's good. I'm finally <laughs> starting to uh, have half an inkling of what's going on. That's better than not. Yeah, yeah. And you have uh, direction. Uh, yeah. Today, I uh, today I got my first task. I'm gonna do some uh, do some some interface audits. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, one of their. Uh, one of their products is going to have third-party integrations, kind of like Slack does its little third-party integrations, and um, mm-hmm. and part of part of that deal with their product is that uh, we get to go through and certify whether or not they can be integrated, and so I get to deep dive on somebody else's stuff and decide whether or not it's good or bad, and then they can either nice. be part of our deal or implement uh implement our suggestions in order to become part of the deal so that's some good that's some uh good high level thinking that you get yeah. to do yeah yeah it's good stuff oh uh uh so here's the thing uh-huh i will be in kansas city <gasps> yeah beginning of december okay uh my dad got tickets to a chiefs game so we're going to that ah uh, yeah uh he leaves early Monday. I didn't get a flight till like seven in the evening on oh, Monday. Oh man! So there is possibility of hang. If, oh, I, I was going to say if, so. So live show at halftime at Arrowhead Stadium is that well, or that? <laughs> but, <laughs> Ladies but and gentlemen, for your halftime entertainment, <laughs> Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. <laughs> Everyone in the stadium will go crazy <laughs> for. Hey, jockey. what have you been watching on uh, Netflix lately? <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just kneel the whole time. You know, this is not good podcast fodder, but we're kneeling. I was I, I had an epiphany, and it's probably not new. I'm sure someone's probably written a thesis about it. But it, what would you say the general demographic of an NFL fan is? The general demographic. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Just you know, just like any other I mean, demographic you'd come up with, you, you would know, say they're yeah. average. I'm I'm gonna say your average uh, NFL fan is what's their what's their what's their age? What's their age? Their age is probably um, uh, the you know going back to marketing demographics. I'm gonna go 25 to 54. Mm-hmm. Um, Race. Race is uh, interestingly enough. I'm going to go Hispanic. Um, you think more Hispanics watch than white people? Foot uh, football? Yeah, NFL. Yeah. Possibly. I'm talking about yes, viewers, possibly. not participants. Viewers. Oh, not oh, not participants. Um, I, I'm I'm going to stick with the fact that I think it's a cr- trick question. It's not white people. No, it's not. It's not a trick question. Um, I'm just trying to. I, I'm. I'm. Do you have the answer? No, uh, no. It's oh, not, oh, I mean, oh, just, oh, you're getting just, my okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably look it up. I have looked it up before. It was like a year and a half ago. Um, I'm feeling like it's not white, though. It is a lot of white. Um, well, I'm sure it is a lot of white, but... It's like in the 80% range Oh, dear white. God. Um, and the age is skewed higher. I think it's 35 to 60 Oh, really? Something. 35 to... Oh, wow. Um, uh, and male, clearly. Sure. And Democrat, uh, Republican. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm torn on household income. That one I don't know. It's it's going to run the gamut. It's going to be pretty even handed there. Yeah, but the, the just overall NFL's uh, you would say that there there are. The, I mean, I did this research a while ago when I was just looking into the Colin Kaepernick thing, and I thought for sure back then that it was politically motivated. By owners, owners yeah. are all Republican old white guys. Right. But then I was like, I wonder what the or like the outcry about what he was doing back then. Like, what's the general viewership? I'm like, oh god, well that's why. But the interesting thing is that they're watching a sport. If you think about the NFL as a sport, it is the most socialistic sport there is. It is completely the antithesis of every of everything they support. It's a Teams have caps and limits on what they can spend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't just spend all of the money that you have. You pay penalties for when you go over. The players are in unions. You know, there's contracts and guarantees and all of these things that they hate. They hate regulations. They hate unions. They hate the idea of revenue sharing. Mm -hmm. But it's like their favorite sport. It's the complete antithesis of how they would want the country to run. But sports that are run like they would want, what would, what do we say about sports that have unlimited spending and no player contracts? They're terrible. Like you, the, Everyone's always the same winners. It's always the big cities that have all the big money, that have the big viewers, that can get all the money to get all of the players. It's not competitive. And it becomes not interesting except for in those areas that benefit yeah yeah it's, i just find that was my epiphany is like i just find it interesting that the people like they're watching a sport that demonstrates why being a little more you know putting some some guidelines into our capitalist greed can be effective because it creates competition and an even playing field it allows people to move back and forth between economy. Like if you're a player in a union, you can fight for what's better for you as a, a wage earner, you know? Yeah. And it makes uh, the whole thing work better. Not perfect, clearly. But like, it's a good example of quote unquote, what socialism really is compared to what everyone, you know, demonizes it as. Anyway, that was my epiphany. Hmm. And I just broke, I kept breaking it down. I'm like, yeah, I get it really, sports really is socialism. They these yeah, owners, yeah. these owners that are trying to make a ton of money and they can, but they have to put it back in the team. They can't keep it for themselves. They can't overly spend so that they just kill competition, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, everyone hates killing, you can't kill competition. Well, guess what happens when you don't kill competition? You have lack of innovation and, and market diversity. And that's why Amazon is taking over everything and Google. It's like, we're just, we don't do anything about it. And we see the consequences of the lack of competition in terms of 
That's how Russia can hack our elections because they know exactly one place to go because it's the only place. Yeah. Facebook. You know what I mean? Yep. It like to me it like is a good analogy of the failures of capitalism at a certain point. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I I, I think you got It doesn't that. mean that NFL owners are happy like I I if you're a business owner or or someone who's really rich, you don't really like the fact that you can't spend everything you have on yourself or on what you want or whatever, but that's the way to keep things competitive and even and some pl- obviously there's a a range like you need to spend between here and here as a team. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But if you go over you pay a penalty and that gets divvied out between all of the teams to share. So it's like you can spend more, but you're going to pay more. Like it's sort of a like, hey, if you're going to as a CEO, if you're gonna pay yourself over five hundred thousand dollars, even if it's in shares, well, you're gonna pay a bigger penalty. And that's what we that, no, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna cut, cut, cut. But like all that does is just breed the whole problems we're seeing now. It's flat wage earning. <laughs> uh, anyway. That was a topic on uh, Dubai Friday a little bit. Oh, yeah? This week's uh, pro- or this The past productivity, week's? Oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. this week's is out yet, but interesting talk. It's about productivity, how automation does not might it does not increase productivity per se. Well, and we've talked about that before too. Yeah, yeah. They when they were talking about, it, I'm like, oh, cool, we talked about this first. <laughs> first, we win. first, we win, we win. Suck it, Max Timken. Do you guys have birds and or? Yeah, lime? we've got a few birds. <laughs> the scooters, the scoot scoots. Do you have oh, in Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, we've got birds yeah. and limes. Yeah, we got them both. Yeah. I hate them both. Yeah, um, buddy of mine uh, that was at the office that I shared. Um, he he's a uh, quite quite vocal about the uh, the scoot scoots. Um, the guy who the guy who owned that uh, that office space though he was like yeah you know is just grab them because because like you can grab them and throw them in your office and charge them overnight and if yep. you're charging you get like ten bucks every time you, you have charge to, them. you have to apply for the yeah, charging yeah but he was that, he but... was going to do that he's like no why I... not. I had heard they put a cap on how much you can make. Well, they probably did. I mean, honestly. Which is annoying because I'm like, come on. Yeah, seriously. They're trying to deny people a way to make income. Look, we we want you to make some money, but not that much money. Yeah, we we want to make just a little bit of money, not a whole lot. I think they're trying to keep people from hoarding them. Right. Well, we see a lot of we see a lot of people, a lot of kids in the in some areas just riding them. Like a normal scooter, yeah. they don't work. But then yep. I was like, "Cool, free scooter!" And they'll just take it. You <laughs> see them like going down alleys and stuff. Like, cool, actually, good for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know well, I mean, the area where that office was, they it was you know it just seemed to be where they it was just dumping ground for the birds. Yeah. And so I, w- I don't think I'd have a problem with them if people would just ride them on the street. Yep. Yep. They Nobody got they, they got banned from our uh, from the plaza area. So one of the big oh, shopping yeah. areas, they got banned oh, down, from down yeah, there. They would run into people all the time down there or be in the way. Yeah. Well, I mean that place, that area is just that's chaos. Always, anyway, that's where we always stay when we come down there. Yeah, that, I mean, my dad always gets like a residence in. It's or like you know the pedestrian traffic is awful. Yeah. Nobody yeah. pays any fucking attention. When no. when when you're on foot down there, 
you know, you're just like, fuck it, they'll stop for me. You yeah. know, and of course, and, and they're right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll but you are Midwestern, the, the, you know, then nice. you, then you compound it with the scoot scoots and yeah, it, it, it would get, they're fun when you can find one that's working. Yeah. But they can be terrifying on some roads, but uh-huh. that's where you have to do it. If you're too afraid to do it on the road, then don't ride the damn scooter. That's right. But so many, I mean, all I see is this people in the high, like I'll see a cop stop and I'll, woo, woo, like do the lights and tell me, get on the road or get off. And they're like, what? Huh? They're like, it's illegal to be on the sidewalk. Get on the road. Oh, for a second there, I thought you said highway the first time. And I was like, oh shit, you got people driving the highway? I'm tempted to take mine all the way home. Well, would be I would like 45 uh, minutes away from where everyone else A few is. weeks ago, um, <laughs> my friend John, he was using the app to just, he he just kind of like tracking them and seeing where they went. And there was yeah. one, there was one that had gone a good 10, 15 miles away from the, you know, the metro downtown. And we had, we had to think, it was like, did, did they actually write it all the way there, or did they throw it in the back of a car, car or yeah. what? It'd be basically like me going from downtown Kansas City to somewhere in Overland Park or Olathe. Yeah, this, yeah they, they went. They this this one would have gone from downtown Kansas City over the river up into North Kansas City, and yeah, I mean it was you know so they would have, they would have had to have taken a highway because they would have had to have gone over a bridge. And so I don't know, you know, which which that was when we were like, well, but did they really? Or I am, did they I am the car? sort of tempted. I'm not insane enough to take it on the highway, like a side, yeah. side of a highway. <laughs> Wonder what would happen. Like I'm not on the highway. I'm on the. Side, I'm, on, I'm, on the I'm on the shoulder. Get off! It's not a sidewalk. Get off. It's not a sidewalk. It's not a sidewalk. <laughs> it's not a sidewalk. It's not a sidewalk. I should be loud. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going over the speed limit. Not a hitchhiker. I doubt it could make it that far. The battery life. I don't. I yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what the range is on one of those things. It can't be that big. Fully... I don't see where the battery is. No, I mean the battery has got to be tiny. The lines tiny. are a lot more heavy duty looking though than the birds. Yeah, look like that big thing in the front. Uh huh. Has probably like a like a UPS battery or something in there, yeah. you know. I saw a dude sitting on it, sitting his butt is on the where your feet go. His legs are straight out in front of him and he had his arms above his head holding on to the Oh dear lord. The handlebars. <laughs> it was, it was like, like it was like skid scoot chopper. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> down highway. I mean that's a way to ride it. It's oh my god. <laughs> can't be comfortable for your butt. <laughs> no. I can't at all. Doing. I'm like, I, you've ridden these so many times, you're bored. I'm like, I'm going to try a different way to ride this, see the world from a new perspective. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, I don't like them. I think I'm, I'm, I'm at the old man phase where I just don't like them. Uh, I think most people don't like them. I, it was, it was the jury, the jury returned pretty quickly on them around here. And I'm pretty sure that, yeah, they, here that too. the jury like, returned pretty, pretty quickly in fast. any city that they went to. It was like, okay, yeah. these you, suck. Do you see what their valuation is now? No. What is Over it? Over a billion already. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's ridiculous. How can they just like go in and drop shit, like just drop dis- all this stuff di- in the city? They're they're disrupting. They they've they've disrupted <sighs> transportation. They have gone in and and it's like it's like it's like they've broken a pinata full of wheels. 
<laughs> we've done it. We've, <laughs> we've go, here you go. That. Here's some wheels. We've talked about disruption for the sake of disruption, haven't we? Um, we've kind of poked uh, around it, but that's exactly yeah. what this feels like. Yeah, I mean, you that's know. all. Ah, who, yeah, who, who's, who wants to? Yeah, you yeah. know what? The so move what? fast and break. Should things. we? Don't know. It's terrible. Yeah, hate, so let's move I fast and let's break some break legs. Things. How about don't break things? How about not move so fast? Because guess what happens when you move fast? You run into shit and you break yourself and everyone else. Well, the good news is you don't have that problem on these scooters. Can't move. They, that move, fast. they can move fast. How fast can they go? They're pretty quick. Mm. Depends on how much battery life is. But I've seen people Beady. whipping pretty fast. The lines go faster. I'm going to drive downtown I think they to have steal a bitter, one and bring it. They have a bigger engine, I think. Bring it to the office. <laughs> bring it inside, drive it around inside. No, I'm not going to bring it around and drive it inside. I'm going to drive it to from my car. I got like a half, half mile walk. I've seen people do that from my parking lot. I have a, I have about the same kind of, I have a 0.8 mile yeah. or point, yeah, 0.8 mile walk. I've seen plenty of people to take it. I, I need the walk, which is why I walk. Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen would, plenty it, of people it would be it. defeating the whole purpose of, of why I'm parking. Well, I mean, don't they have parking not, at the, oh, at oh, the yeah. office park? No, they do. I, I it's mean, just it's, that big. It's just it, it, the parking lot is that big. Good Lord. Yeah. Do they have trams? No, they do not. They do not. Do they have animatronic animals to greet you when you walk um, They do not, but Why, um, why don't more should. businesses do that? They should. <laughs> Buy some old Chuck E. Cheese or Showbiz Pizza guys and just put them mm-hmm. out front of your lobby mm-hmm. and, you know, make it a joyful experience for everybody. Yeah. No, I mean, they've got like a, they've got like a 30-foot tall uh, LCD TV in the lobby, but, you know, no animatronics. What is even happening? Oh, did you see uh, Amazon's delivering Christmas trees now? No, mm-hmm. I, I I did not. I, I heard all the podcast sponsorships about them kind of getting into the well, not really live TV. Well, no, how they've got channels now. Have you heard about that? No, no, no. yeah. No. You okay, mean, so like they've got Christmas channels? trees. No, no, where you can get other people's channels now. Uh, and basically, oh, I you mean at, they're organizing like CBS, ABC, that kind of thing? Yeah, and I and I basically I looked into it, and from what I understand, it's kind of like you're just getting the services that because like CBS has CBS All Access, and there's HBO. Oh, Go so it's live that stuff. It's it's. To me, it kind of feels like you're just buying the apps that they already oh, that they the already sell. Stuff? Yeah, but then you but instead of having to have ten apps to watch ten different things, yeah, it all yeah. just goes through Amazon Prime Video's app. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you already can do that with HBO, Showtime, Stars, whatever else they have. Right. But you're not saying. I don't know. I guess the thing that I was just like, yeah, because you're not really saving any money by doing it. You know? You're definitely not saving money. You're just having a repository to do it yeah. all in one spot. Yeah. Rather than having, oh, I have my HEO app. I have my Fox or FX right. app. I have my CBS. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if they if CBS, they could leverage a little bit of savings in there, then you know, then I uh, then they're the cable company. Yeah, they're then I feel stuff. like they are the cable company, and they are. They're going to win. Oh yeah, they'll definitely win. But yeah, they're not. They'll they'll definitely win until they don't win. 
anymore. That is true. When until you don't. Well, have you been getting the uh, the offers to do slow shipping? No, no. So like they they will push. I uh, I've gotten it randomly for you to option for slower shipping, and they'll try to like give you stuff in return. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I clearly they cannot keep affording what they're doing. No, I mean, huh. which I find it I find fascinating. Because as a company that tries to do shipping and we can't do it for free, people just are so pissy about it. Like, oh, I should just get it. Why is it so expensive? It's like, it's $12. That used to be pretty normal. And I think Amazon's like, even when we're building our own trucks and warehouses and delivering everything ourselves, it's still really expensive. Like, yeah, yeah. Or they're going to have to increase Prime memberships, which they already did. They already times. did that last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's all interesting. It's all coming to a head. All this "quote unquote" disruption. The uh, the you know, paying for your disruption is now coming due. <laughs> of like your sustainability of what you're trying to do is not working. Either you're not creating the jobs you said you would create. You're not creating the savings that you can continue to operate at the level you are. Or other or people are just fed up with your practices. I can't remember. I read somewhere where it was like. In 2022, Amazon will all wake us up and tell us to go eat our food and to go do this. Like, just going to take over everything. It's time to go get your Amazon rationed food today at the Amazon Government Center. Well, I mean, you know, that's already happening at our house. It's already happening at our house. I have uh, the the Echo yeah. uh, set up to, you know, it will speak up and tell the boys that it's almost time to get ready right. put on your yep. shoes and then and it people says, buy you know, their food from there already yep, pretty soon they'll be doing fresh delivery of food and pretty soon it will just turn into them telling you what to eat <laughs> our recommendation is you don't eat this but but i want to have this food you can't have that food but i but i want i want the super cheesy deluxe spider bites you can't have that you're gonna spider have spider bites instead. Spider bites are good. <laughs> You're going to be eating bug protein in a shake. What's the flavor of that shake? Avocado. I don't want that. That's what you get, buddy. Amazon uh, says. You know, I mean, bug protein's not that bad. I'm sure it's, it's not. Individual bugs, bad. no. No. But if you hit it, I, I mean, we hide it in food, I'm sure, already at this point. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure that somebody does. I'm pretty um, sure Taco Bell is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean. That additive to the beef is just bug protein. That's how they keep it under like five bucks for like right. 17 tacos. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time when I was speaking at South by Southwest and I was waiting in my green room to go um, go do my thing. There was there was another pair of people that were waiting in there, and they were going into like you know sustainable innovation mm. showcase or something. But they were a um, you know I don't remember exactly. It, it wasn't just fried bugs, but it was mm. like a like a granola bar that was made out of bugs or something like that. I don't remember. I tried it though; it was pretty good. I just think of Snowpiercer <laughs> whenever I hear eating bugs and stuff. 
And then one time in my uh, in my camping uh, camping gear subscription box, I got a uh, got a tiny bo- uh, tiny box of uh, deep fried barbecued mealworms, and uh, I took those I took those to Cub Scout camp, and I dared kids to eat them. Nice. They were also pretty good. Well, if you flavor anything, it's probably. Not yeah, bad. I mean, yeah, I you mean, fry it and flavor it beyond exactly. belief. It, they they actually ended up tasting kind of like pork rinds. <laughs> so there you Unpeated go. Home pork rinds. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, everything I've read that's that's our future. Well, that uh, the sustainability of bug harvesting is much more than uh, well. Have you seen the sure. new uh, Blade Runner? No, I haven't seen the new one. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a little part of it that's about. They're, the, the farms are harvesting grubs and other type creatures for food. Because you know it's twenty forty nine. Yeah, might as well. At least I at least I've gotten started. They don't ever talk about it, but like L A is surrounded by a giant wall around the ocean. Mm. Like I mean, like a huge forty foot wall or something, sort of Game of Thrones like. But like they don't ever talk about it. They just it just shows up. You're like, oh, I assume that's to keep the rising water levels out. Yeah. No, it's all so encouraging. We're eating bugs. We're keeping the keeping floodwaters at bay. Everything's smog. Like like a nuclear winter almost feeling because it's like everything's dead. Nothing grows. So it's like all dusty out there. It's It's like my backyard. I recommend it. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, well, I am. I, you know, I really like the original, and I would like to. It's see not it. as slow as the original. The original felt. Oh, that's like good. I rewatched that was really it. Slow. Yeah, I rewatched it with my son, and I love it. But I'm like, it really drags. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and then when then when you start throwing in all the different edits, that like it's even longer. Yeah. Oh, there's okay. a unicorn. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, did you know that we have after-show content? We do? We do. We have after-show content. We do it, talk it, a it, lot. We do talk a lot. And so, as a matter of fact, we have almost enough episodes, equal length episodes, like two. Every time we publish an episode, we basically have two. And so, we have a super secret special feed for our whole second secret show, which is contains uh, you know things that that are continuations of con of conversations, completely different. And I was thinking about that because I was as I was looking how you shared on Facebook today about about the latest episode. I was like, "Ha! Huh, there's you just mentioned a topic that's not in the show." Oh. <laughs> but that's I just, okay. I knew we talked about it. You knew you talked about it, but it's not in the show, but it's mm. in the after show, in the super secret after show. And there's only one there's only one way to get that stuff. What would that be? Well, the best way, or actually the only way to get that stuff is by going to patreon.com slash uncle weepy and becoming one of our one of our supporters and w- once you do that uh, for five only five dollars a month once you do that you get your own special private RSS feed that you can then subscribe get 
basically two for the price of five dollars. You know, so you get the regular show, then you get the after show, and there are two lost episodes on that special super secret RSS feed that we never even released. So it's even extra, even more extra than that. Nice. I know. You might get some magical spells. Well, maybe a recipe for secret liquor. I don't know. I'm making well, stuff I'm, up, but well, anything can happen. Actually. Actually, I think that's good because we need to get creative because there there are actually three levels of support that people could give. So they could give the $5 support, which you know gives you the super secret after show feed that contains the bonus content. That, that's, our, that's our Uncle Weepy support group level. That's $5. $10 a month is our therapist level. And so you get that feed plus we say thank you. After, during each episode and then the show producers level which is twenty dollars or more you know it's kind of like those party flyers two o'clock to question mark twenty dollars to question mark you get the feed we talk about you and then we'll figure out some fun present to give you twice a year could be a super secret cocktail we don't know yeah and and it says and it says as such on patreon it just says we're not sure what the gifts are but we'll make them cool we swear yeah, if we get more people, maybe we'll start doing more cool things. I I would love to do T-shirts or little buttons, maybe. We I would love a little to Uncle yeah. Weepy do some or, do some swag. Yeah, we, uh, do some swag we can give away. We can do a question answer sort of. You get to run the topics we talk about. We of course have complete discretion to ignore you because you might be an idiot. I'm <laughs> maybe uh, I'm, I'm kidding, uh, but you know, get get uh, some mention. Maybe call in. Maybe it'll be hey, we'll we'll talk with you. We'll interview you. You know, be a special part of the show at certain amounts. Love to but, do that. Uh, we're all exploring things, and uh, as we're hitting our stride, getting more into this, you know, that's right. It's very important stuff. It is uh, important stuff because we're changing the world. <laughs> we are changing. Faith. We are changing. That straight faith. We're changing the world in the fact that we get to distract you for an hour from the complete shit fire of dumpster diapers that that's right. happening in the world right now that's right and for only five dollars a month you can extend that to us distracting you for up to two hours a week that's right and you could be a part of it and where's that again patreon.com slash uncle weepy spelled I, yeah i mean w-e-e-p-y yeah all one word uncle weepy u-n-c-l-e-w-e-e-p-y join now join now you'll be glad forever. you did i'll love we'll you be forever. glad you did I'll Paul will you, love you forever. He'll love you a long time. I love you. I'll give you hugs. Media Corner. Seen anything new? Um, I'm trying to think. I. Uh, mostly just still just been watching Archer in the evening. So I'm almost done. I'm almost <laughs> caught up all the way. I'm in the I don't uh, think I'm even caught up. I think I'm a season behind. I think. Uh, so are you in the uh, There's like some retro one that I haven't watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the one I'm watching now is the retro one. I think that's the one I haven't watched. Like it's their they've done they did that what like they're in Miami once, weren't they? Yeah, Archer Vice, yeah. Archer, and then, Archer Vice, and then yeah. they did uh, working for the CIA for Christian yeah. Slater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him. 
his character. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. I've been watching. Did we talk about this last time? I've been obsessed with this British home show. Yes. Yes. You were, yeah, you were yeah. talking about that. Still, still obsessed. Still, so still much upset, so that I've go. gone through all of the available on Netflix. I've yeah. gotten a VPN so that I can go to Channel ah, 4 website yeah. to watch yeah. it there. Because <laughs> I can't in America. It's like, you're not right. in the right location. I'm like, well, right. VPN time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me connect to that UK uh, server and I am watching. Commercials and all. I like watching the British commercials. It's oh, yeah. Enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Wix, Tesco. Mm-hmm. I always get a lot of commercials uh, from Tesco. Tesco. The, the, the Walmart of the UK. Yeah. It's like they have natural diversity in all their commercials where you're like, like in America, it's like we do it purposefully to show that it's a diverse commercial and like just basically everything in England is that way because they don't have the history that we do. But it's kind of refreshing to see, to see to some degree. Plus, I just wish I had a British accent. That's really, that's really what it's about. I'm watching going, oh. Oh, if only I could have Oh, that. boy. Oh, bloody hell. <sighs> There's too many things going on that amp me up that I can even, I can't even concentrate. Yeah. Like, uh, how do you, what, how do you feel internally when you feel bored or like you don't have enough to do? Mm. Um, you know, I could really flip a coin on it. Like sometimes it would make me anxious and then sometimes, well, makes me anxious in that, that weird, um, you know, somebody and who knows who that somebody is. I mean, it could be me for all I know finds out that I don't have anything to do. What's mm-hmm. going to happen to me then? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so there's that. And then, and then there's just the opposite of that where my entire body just almost immediately just shuts down and I could just almost immediately fall asleep. It's just, it's fun. It's good. It's fine. At work, totally you fine. feel that it's way? Fine. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Like all of a sudden I'm just like, Oh God, I'm so tired all of a sudden because I don't have anything to do. And now, you know, now my, now my brain is not cycling. And so just, everything's just going to just fall apart, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I tend to panic. Like, yeah. Panic only is way that I'm, a good one, but you know, sometimes panic, stress, worry, thinking yeah. that if I'm not doing something that I'm not valuable. If I'm not valuable, why would anyone keep me on? Yeah, yep. rather than hey, you know what? Being busy is shouldn't be a constant expectation. No, of, no, of it's productivity. It, it has to be cyclical. It has to be. Just That's to be burnout. Self, just to be healthy. Yeah, but the, I, I think I expect. I mean, maybe it's an American thing, but I expect not to be healthy because that's the way. Oh, I absolutely think that it's a American thing. That's the only way I can be valuable is to be stressed out of my mind and working all eight hours of the day. Yeah. Even though nobody can, but if I'm not constantly doing something, then I'm doing nothing. Right? Yeah. Like, well, no, you're just, it's a lull. Life is full of them. A good mm-hmm. company realizes that some people are going to have those moments and let it happen. Yeah. 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 I, I actually, I took a, uh, an assessment 
today a part of part of like i've i've done so much online training over the last week um but one of them one of them is uh you know consideration of global cultures and and you know how to work when dealing with uh global clients and Mm -hmm. how to deal to how to deal with your global co-workers and um it was very very interesting to to see you know kind of my little bar graph superimposed on the the median attitudes of of the corporation in general and mostly mostly just because i mean you, you know it's it's a large software company yeah you've you've got a lot of a lot of asians and indians mm-hmm. and you know and mm-hmm. so it's going to reflect those cultures heavily yeah, and so um, yeah, it was just it was it was very interesting to see how to see how it all lines up. I don't Do know. You feel I like they going. wrote it for Americans to be sensitive? Oh, absolutely! I think yeah. that's exactly what they did. It's exactly hey, Americans. What they did. You are not the world. Yeah, uh, you're. Yeah, I mean, really, the the message I took away from it was, yeah, you you are not the world. Um, you are going to make a lot of people around you at the office uncomfortable if you're <laughs> if you're just you so if you could be a little bit less you all of you not just you but you and you and you and you and you and if you could all just kind of dial it down a little bit maybe we all could get along do they like say stay away from humor or joking around or anything like that or is it more just no it's no it's not anything like that but it's just kind of it's kind of like the yeah, uh, you know, a lot of it had to do with um, attitudes of the individual versus the group, and you know, and, and where do you place your value, and and how do you feel? Uh, you know, do you feel like you there are power relationships, or that everyone is equal, or you know, mm-hmm. and depending on depending on what culture that you're in, you are more inclined to feel one way or the other in in all, in many different aspects, and so. Hmm. And so, yeah, so, so basically it w- it was kind of a, you know, even if you're a, even if you're a real go-getter and an independent thinker, uh, a, a lot of people around you are, are place a lot of value in the group as a whole right. and don't, and don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. And so be mindful of that. Um, yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Some sensitivity training. Yeah, in a way, <laughs> in a way, or at least, or at least, should is trying Awareness. to hold up a mirror. Yeah, to go, hey, you might want to work on that if you don't recognize it. So, did you have like orientations and stuff? I would assume. Yeah, I had a yeah. the the first two days were orientation that were at you know their their training building. And then the rest of it's all been self-study. Did you get like an onboarding partner or anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, I got my manager, but... Um, okay. That's something we've been working on as a team. Like we have an yeah. onboarding packet of whoever gotcha. your manager is has one and the new employee has one. Yeah. And then we have you partner with someone as a pairing partner for like bringing you on, going mm-hmm. over, setting up your environment. Yeah. Just no, like, a lot of that stuff is is self-directed, but you know, yeah. the manager sits next to me and 
Um, yeah. It's, but yeah, like, a lot of the a lot of the stuff I've been doing has been, you know, like of course HIPAA, GDP, yes. GDPR, yep. um, all all sorts of stuff. Lots there's of so many, I, there's so many regulations on what yeah. you guys are doing. I'm sure. Yeah. You can't you can't say a word. What are you working on? Can't tell you. Yep, can't tell you. Is it cool? Could be. Could be. Did it yeah, vaccine? you know, huh? Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, the 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 worst the the biggest part of it is, you know, of course. I mean, and and I really can't imagine that. that of course, I have no idea. Um, you know how how often this might happen in what I'm doing, but running across live patient data and mm. you know and that kind of stuff you know obviously there's there right. are a, mil- a million protocols oh that makes me wonder like how's that. your testing environment gonna be yeah gonna well be dummy testing environment live testing environment that means you guys are going to be yeah. seeing sensitive information potentially well you know they they've got well i mean that was a, a big part of, of of hipaa was Obviously, there are going to be times that you have to test with live data. But yep. as you test with live data, uh, you have to grab just the minimum amount of data that you possibly need. You know, so if you're going to test with somebody's record, you don't grab their entire record. You grab just the parts of the record that you need. If there's a way to, huh. you know, obfuscate, obfuscate and or blind the data to where it is still live data but can't trace back to you have to make testing to an identifiable person yeah oh yeah yeah it's layers on layers it's a big onion big doctor onion that gotta be frustrating i would imagine that it is i I assume deploying things is a very long process yeah um (laughs) I you know I was I was reading a training thing on internationalization today and on how how they test for that um, in terms of language or, yeah, yeah yeah in terms of language and how labels well, fit into stuff. the UI and different yes. things like that um, deal with that they they have a uh, they have a Finnish localization but it's not really Finnish it's oh. just garbage but it's <laughs> but it's um, it's garbage text that's full of Unicode characters. So that way you can make sure that you're, oh, yeah. you know, so you get the right room or yeah, you get the right room, but then you also see that you've got your text encoding set properly so that it's, you know, that the yes. characters are actually showing up and yeah, you're, um, uh, you're opening the, yeah, yeah, your meta and your HT, whatever that yeah. beginning is. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. All yeah, we had to do that. Takes. We did the just the basics, European and Latin American. It's such a hard design for those because yeah, the simple American uh, English word turns into like a multi-line. You're like, can we say oh, this yeah. in a different way? Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's that was. That was the the big interfaces. Break. One of the big things. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, whatever uh, whatever you say in English will probably be thirty three percent longer yep. in in most other languages. German, and, French, yeah. for sure. Yeah, Spanish sometimes. 
do you yeah, do so, uh, so here are some guidelines on how to on how to not make it look so shitty yeah which is why eventually at drum monster i'm like i don't want to use words as often as we can so i don't have to worry about this yeah if we can visually say it let's visually say it more universally understood plus we're dealing with kids who may not be able to read but right that made me think about things in a wholly different way in terms of like this kid may not be able to read how can i communicate to him just kind of that was a fun challenge yeah that that also helped with inter- internationalization like it doesn't depend upon me any any specific ui elements are being determined by the people inputting it yeah like anything else that we do is agnostic menu type things that most people understand anything that's specific language well that's being determined by the user or person inputting it blah 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 You have questions or topics for the show? Call 816-535-1094 and leave a voicemail. Or reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. If you enjoyed this show, first rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your review helps the podcast robot suggest this show to other listeners. Second, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Patrons of the show get access to exclusive after-show material. Several levels of support are available. Visit patreon.com slash uncleweepy for details. I'm Adam Beebe. I'm Barry Johnston. We're the hosts of a new podcast called What's Your Weird Story? Our podcast is based around your stories, weird stories, strange stories, true stories. We're building a community of listeners and storytellers. So if you've got a weird story, maybe you saw a UFO or maybe you had coffee with Bigfoot. There are lots of weird stories out there, and we want to hear them all. So catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all your listening platforms, all the places you can get a podcast, and follow us on Twitter at What's Your Weird. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Weird Story. Join us on our Facebook page. If you got a weird story, we want to hear it. New episodes are released every Tuesday. Tuesday.